0: This is the Pete Wong Podcast, sharing the things that I love with those that I love. I've always wanted to talk about the things that I care about in life. People have told me time after time, why don't you just share more of you? And with that, let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's The Pete Wong Podcast. How's everyone doing out there? I hope everyone is keeping safe. And uh, staying strong. We all need to stay strong and uh, uh, make sure that we're taking care of each other and taking care of ourselves. Um, First of all, I'd like to thank everyone for uh, tuning in to the previous episodes. Uh, The last episode was something that was really important and uh, I've had a lot of uh, nice feedback from people talking about how it's helping them um, during the current situation and how um, just different ways we can learn how to communicate, how we have to uh, adapt and adjust, and uh, just feel really proud of uh, being able to share that with all of you. Um, this is our Christmas, uh, <laughs> Christmas episode, and uh, as you can see... We got the sweaters. We got the sweaters. And uh, we are back in the Daijo Media studio. And uh, it's pretty awesome. So thanks again for Josh uh, uh, helping us out and uh, being such a, a great friend. And uh, um, awesome uh, awesome episode with Josh as well, too. Got to check that out. Uh, so for today's uh, episode, I wanted to bring somebody that's very special to me and um i'll talk a little bit more about uh how we know each other but uh let's 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 meet her uh so everyone uh i have with me my guest emily caruso hi emily
1: hello i'm very excited to be on the podcast and share what i'm going to be sharing with you guys tonight um I have lived in Minnesota most of my life, um, born in Michigan, moved here when I was six, then, uh, left, spent about eight years in Fargo, North Dakota, super cold, super windy, the true windy city, not Chicago, um, moved back here about six years ago. And now I live in Minneapolis and I substitute teach in St. Paul.
0: Hmm. Where, where, uh, where did you grow up in Michigan?
1: Uh, kalamazoo Kalamazoo. which i haven't been back there in probably three four years yeah i honestly don't remember where 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 on the mitten it is
0: (laughs) cool cool Uh, i was just talking to somebody uh uh it was actually one of my best friends henry Mm. and i I, he asked about um uh where you're from Mm. and i mentioned uh, kalamazoo and he said, oh, I know exactly where that is. So he used to do some work there and uh, he had some good things to say about it. So uh, I thought that was really cool. Um, nice. Like that. So i um, very happy to have you here with me. And uh, so I think it's time. Would you Would you like to tell people about how we know each other or do you want me to do that? All right. All right. All right. So uh, <laughs> this is really cool. Um. You know, we talk about things serendipitous, things uh happening for a reason. And uh Emily is my girlfriend. <laughs> and I'm uh very proud to say that and um I'm making her blush already. <laughs> um but <laughs> we're gonna be doing that a lot today. Um uh isn't she cute? Uh so how we met uh is pretty incredible. Uh we're I'm gonna Get more detailed. Uh, I would love to get more detailed about our relationship and how we know each other in a in a future episode. Uh, this one, we're going to talk about uh, something uh, something a different topic that we both discussed that we thought might might be uh, uh, relevant. And um, but we actually met each other uh, through a dating app uh, called Hinge. Yup. <laughs> and I think the the uh, the the. The slogan is uh, the app that you want to delete or something like that? Yeah,
1: like the app designed to be deleted or...
0: There you go. There you go. So... um, Got that little hinge (laughs) There you go. Uh, And the funny thing is, is that I was on that app for two days. And then this lady here uh, (laughs) reached out to me and... And uh, I, you know, we both, I think we both just said yes. And, uh, and it's been great. And that was in August mm-hmm. and, uh, we went on our first date and et cetera, et cetera. We'll talk more about that another time. <laughs> uh, but I just, uh, I get very, uh, it's a cool thing. I think our story is really cool. And, yeah. and, uh, I, I can't think of a, uh, a more special way to, uh, bring 2020, uh, on the podcast to, to a close, The reason why I I uh, wanted to bring uh, Emily into uh, to do the interview is because she has uh, in my when she first uh, when we were getting to know each other and uh, of course we're still getting to know each other but when we were uh, beginning to date um, her story really uh, really struck a chord in a very positive and healthy way and it also inspires me. And so I thought her story would be very uh, uh, helpful to a lot of people out there, and uh, just uh, really support um, the whole purpose behind the podcast. Uh, and uh, and so, um, how's that? Would you is that is that a good uh, good uh, way to segment off into uh, your yeah. story? Yeah, yeah, oh, that's excellent.
1: that's wonderful. Back in two thousand, it was two thousand eighteen, and this in the winter spring um and i i don't know there there had been a series of just events in in just the past several years even before then that um i always kind of left me feeling like i was doing something wrong like there was something wrong with me um i had our time with Friendships and just interactions with people, and I didn't really understand. I just thought, "This is me. Maybe I'm just broken, and I can't. I don't know what that is." Um, and then after a while, kind of talking about it more, I was I was discussing some things with my mom, and I forget how we got on the topic. Um, but she was, she mentioned maybe like, "Do you think you might have anxiety?" I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. Like, that doesn't sound like, from what I knew of it, I didn't know much of anything. And so I decided just to to go and talk to a doctor and figure it out. And after learning that it might be in my family, because my uncle and a a few cousins have it as well. Um, And so I ended up getting put on a prescription for anxiety that didn't, you know, it never really felt like it was, doing much or helping me I just felt like I don't know just like nothing changed and then you know I'd been taking that for a few months and then um, I met somebody back in April of that month or of that year April of that month uh, April of 2018 who was talking to me about like DJs and EDM music and my brain instantly kind of shut down. I'm just like, eh, no. That's stuff, you know, people listen to in college. It's not music. It's just garbage noise. Like, no, I have no interest.
0: What does EDM stand for? Uh,
1: like, electronic dance music.
0: Okay, electronic dance Yas. In case, any you know, those of you listeners <laughs> might not know. Uh, I didn't know before, but yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, but then I was introduced to... These artists, this trio of uh, DJs from out in the UK called Above and Beyond. And I don't even know, I don't know what happened. Like I listened to it and I kept listening to more. I, I was shown one song, then another song, then a live set that was filmed the year before. And I just, I felt like all this, I don't know, like walls maybe I built up inside, like everything just kind of came down. And... Then finally, you know, getting to go to shows and, like, actually experience it was was really cool. I still felt kind of self-conscious in that world. Um, but all of a sudden, I start, I, I start going to events and meeting some people, and all of a sudden, like, I just felt happy. I didn't feel any of what I was feeling before. I didn't have any of that anxiety kind of cloud hanging over me, um, and just kind of became just this beautiful world. And, um, you know, through it, I've, you know, gained the courage and confidence in myself to travel alone and then travel with strangers on set alone flying trips and meet people and go to concerts alone. I never would have done that, but it's just such a safe and beautiful place to be
0: you mentioned that uh you were kind of nervous uh when you're getting um starting to go to shows starting to uh what do you consider it like uh, a community or what do what do you call it uh like oh, a culture or
1: definitely what, yeah. it's community it's family okay um i mean and in, in the beginning that you know maybe in like late summer you know, early fall of that year, um, 2018, I still like, I had reservations. I remember, <laughs> I remember, um, driving halfway to Minneapolis for, um, an event. It was, um, an ugly sweater party, Oh, um, ugly uh, sweaters. And it was for, um, we call it, so there's, it's called the, the Minneapolis and Juna family. So it's, like a big – that's a record label. It's Above and Beyond's record label. Um, and I got like halfway there and I just got nervous and i like, I don't know anybody. I can't go in alone. And so I like turned around and went home. Hmm. And then it was um, probably January, probably right into New Year. I went to my first show all by myself and like everything just like poof, was, like I can do this like everyone's just here we're just having fun we're just dancing no one knows if i'm not with like this group of people or that group of people no one knows i'm here alone and then just starting to talk to people and the more and more i just got out of my shell and i stopped feeling anxious in the crowds and like thank god because i met some of my very best friends um you know devin she's just a wonderful loving person Um, and then Kavik has been a great friend, you know, you've gotten to meet both of them Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, it's, I've been very blessed with, with the friendships and the family I've gained from losing that anxiety of attending alone.
0: Mm -hmm. So you met them at, at the show, at the, Mm -hmm both of them at the show? Or at a times?
1: variety of different ones. Okay. Like I'd see them, we'd all be at like the same ones and people were like, Oh, do you like know this person? Do you know this person? I think Devin I met cause she just finished DJing and I just wanted to be like, Oh my God, your set was so amazing. <laughs> She's like, Oh, thanks. And then we just started seeing each other more and talking more and
0: yeah. Yeah. Can you, uh, um, can you talk a little bit more about like the details of the community
1: part of the the community is um kind of we call it plur p-l-u-r aspect which stands for peace love unity and respect Mm -hmm. so it's just a very i don't even know it's like it's a hard it's a hard thing to describe it's like an thing to experience um but i remember she had the idea to send out like some like plur christmas packages to people Mm. And it's like, oh, you don't have to send anything back, or you can, or you can like, you know, pass on the love, send something to somebody else, you know, just and just the little things people do for each other that are just like out of caring or kindness or just uh, I don't know, like my my Anjuna mug that I have it was just mm-hmm. a random like fun. So I got home and it was like sitting there. It was sent to me in the mail by my buddy Kavok, and it's just like, oh my god.
0: I love that mug, by the way. (laughs) One of my favorite mugs uh, to drink coffee out of. Would you say that it is like there are some unspoken uh, rules or protocol or ways of doing things or culture um, that goes along with uh, EDM? I mean, can you say more about that?
1: Yes. Yes, there is. Um, I mean, I think... The vibe is a little different with every like subgenre mm. of the music because there's it's enormous. Um, I will say that you know of the festivals I've been able to go to, um, the one that just left me feeling so at home it was um, the Above and Beyond Group Therapy Weekender at the Gorge Amphitheater in Washington um, last. Yeah, last summer. Wow. It feels like mm-hmm. so much longer ago. <laughs> um, and just every single person I met there just will vibe with you. will talk with you. I've never seen a campground left cleaner just because people care about the environment. They want to keep the space clean for future events. They want to take care of each other. Mm. And um, and that was a trip I, I took a big chance on. Uh, I, bought a, I bought a ticket. Mm with no idea how I was getting, you know, getting there or where I was staying or how, what what that was going to be like. I didn't know anybody here in Minnesota that was going at the time because um, I didn't really have, you know, a music family here yet. And as it was getting closer and closer, I was on an event page, you know, the Facebook event page, and this girl, Stacy, put out a message like, oh, anybody in, you know, the Southern California, LA area looking for camping, we have two spots. And I was like, well, (laughs) like I live in Minnesota, but I do need a place to camp. And so (laughs) we chatted for a bit, just kind of like feeling out the vibe. Do you think, you know, this is going to work? Is it not going to work? And then just took that chance and flew to LA and she and three other people that I had never met picked me up. And we drove up the coast to Washington for three days. And, you know, it was, it was an experience. I got to see things I never thought I'd see, um, met some just, they were amazing people and I like to say like, we came into it strangers and we left as total family, Mm. you know, by the end of it. And so I'll never forget that, that weekend.
0: Mm. And listeners, just to let you know, uh, in Emily's Hinge profile, she wrote um, a little, a little ditty about, uh, do you remember how you wrote it? Like
1: my best travel story. Yeah. Something about, yeah, flying to LA to meet a group of strangers and then driving up the coast for three days.
0: So take notes because that was, uh, one of the reasons for me to, um, like it piqued my interest. I thought, I thought, Hmm. And also, because I was a little nervous about what to talk about. I was like, let me, let me just pick that. And then let's see how she shares it. And uh, and, and, and to me, I think uh, I talk a lot about this in different ways or different uh, episodes, but it's sometimes we have to get out of our comfort zone. Sometimes we have to take chances and risks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes we have to do something we've never done before. in order to see what comes next. And, uh, I just, I remember our first, uh, phone conversation, uh, cause I had just moved into my apartment and there was nothing in the apartment. Uh, I was like laying on the ground on the carpet, uh, which is actually my buddy, my buddy's room now. But, um, <laughs> um, but I remember talking to you and, uh, and, uh, we had talked about that, that experience of yours. And, and I just, I just love the fact that, uh, I could, I could picture it, you know, I could picture, um, but also it's like, when I heard it, I was like, wow, you know, she's so brave, you know, she's so like, wh- you know, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if I could have done that and listeners, I don't know if you could have done that, but the fact that Emily made that choice, um, and, 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 and she's great, she's better than she, <laughs> than she was, um. But yeah, I just I know that that was one of the one of the Mm -hmm. the first things that we talked about. Mm
1: -hmm. I remember that. And
0: so, um, uh, you mentioned above and beyond. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you tell us, just in your own words, what is it about them? Um, Like, you know, is it? I mean, I mean, because they've been around. Yeah. Right. Twenty years. Yeah.
1: Um. Oh, hard questions. No,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so
1: hard to describe a feeling. Um, their music, and then every other artist they have, you know, under their label, I would say the same thing about or similarly. It's just they're, you know, not I mean not all electronic music has lyrics. It's kind of the mm-hmm. fun journey of listening to the beats. But when they do, they're just very thought provoking. Very, um, they can be very emotional. I mean, what I love about them is, you know, they have some songs that I could listen to over and over and over and just, like, you know, vibe and dance and, like, this is awesome. And then I, I might hear it another time. Um, they have a song called Peace of Mind that that comes to mind when I'm saying this. Mm. And then, like, I remember I was on the car one day. I was just driving to work. I don't think I was feeling particularly bad or sad or what, anything about anything. I was just going to work. And it came on, and I just started to really listen. And I just started balling in my car <laughs> drives like oh my god like now I get it. That's like a lot of people talked about that song. Um and a, a lot of people had said like oh that song saved my life mm. for whatever reasons. It could be for any but and then I finally realized like it hit me. It's like oh my God. I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but then just the energy the energy they put forth their their care and their love for their fans um, and just, again, any of the DJs on their, on their label that, you know, I've been blessed to see, I've been able to meet quite a few of them and they're just, they're people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're not celebrity, which I, I, it's something I find very, I don't know, it's, I don't know what I want. It just makes it very...
0: Genuine?
1: Genuine. Yeah. That's...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah I, uh, I, I, I I just wanted to you know bring that question up because uh I mean I'm sure s- some of the listeners know who they are and some listeners uh, don't but uh, like like I didn't know who they were, although <laughs> um funny thing is is that on my uh, some of my uh workout uh, playlists uh, <laughs> and, and even some of my calmer playlists uh there I already had. I already had mm-hmm. uh some of their songs on there. I remember um, that now. I'm yeah. So and uh but I didn't know and I didn't know the significance behind their music and um but since knowing you uh y- you know because it's 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 something that means a lot to you uh, you know I I've learned uh from my mentor uh to invest into what your girlfriend is interested in uh, learn about it and because it's important to you well what's really cool is that you've been able to share that with me mm-hmm. and uh it, it it's also affected me. Um mm-hmm. I remember uh uh the first time uh I met your friends uh not too long ago but uh we went over to uh Devons, mm-hmm. right? And uh we were listening <laughs> to the we were watching on a nice screen <laughs> with cool music uh cool speakers. Um cool setup. Uh yeah. Uh what That's was sweet. it? The, the live recording?
1: Um it was their
0: London, their
1: milestone show. So their um, they have a radio show, a weekly radio show called, and this is uh, oh, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to come back to. But it's called Above and Beyond Group Therapy Radio, mm-hmm. and I love that name, like Group Therapy. Mm, me too. And it's just like music is like our therapy. These people, you know, this this community. It's I love that it's group therapy. Mm-hmm. So um, every fifty radio shows at least you know, pre-COVID, they would pick a place in the world Mm. and put on a big event. People would come in from all over. Um, I've known some people who've been to, you know, um, one gal I know, she went to see them in Prague last year. The year before that, they had it in Hong Kong. One year it was at the Gorge. One year it was in Amsterdam, London, India, Mm. and they just go. And everybody, as many people who can... Mm -hmm goes and sees them and since they couldn't really do anything like that this year and they didn't even really get to um be together for much of it and um they they ended up doing it on a boat so it's our abgt Hmm. 400 on the river thames i think yeah hope i'm saying that correctly
0: in london yeah yeah that's right (laughs) yeah because they had the the bridge yeah. Thing and um, yeah, and I think that was the first time I ever experienced, you know, the uh, the closest thing to a concert, you know, <laughs> and uh, and you know, just just for the listeners, like I I wasn't sure if I was gonna get into it. Um, I, there was a part of me that was like, oh, what if I don't like it? What if I get bored? But then I was like, but it's important to to Emily, and. And that's all that matters. But then, once I got in that space, and I, I committed to it, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna. What, what's the word? Take it in. I don't know what the <laughs> absorb
1: it, vibe it. I don't know. <laughs> See,
0: that's what's cool Dance. about about EDM. There's like no rules, nope. even though I mentioned, you know, that's why I say quasi, you know, rules. Um, and 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 again, it it talks. The reason why I love uh, talking about this with you is because. Um, you know, my biggest thing is, uh, being excited for people to find who they are in their nature. And, you know, it took me many years to find mine. And like I've shared with you many times, um, uh, it was with my, with my fight crew, with my mentor, um, my coach and, and how he, he introduced me martial arts and boxing in a way that, um, I needed But I didn't know that I needed it, Mm -hmm. right? It was just through the experience, through the doing, through the trial and error. You know, some days were, like, uh, confusing. Some days were uh, I was disappointed in myself. Some days, you know, but then there are some days where I'm just on a high or there's some days where, you know, I feel like a champ. And so um, I... I remember you, uh, and I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget, um, <laughs> but you a few times have, have quoted EDM found me. Uh, can you briefly talk about that? And then, um,
1: yeah, yeah. actually you like were right into my brain cause that's what I was going to bring up next, oh, just yeah. as you were talking about finding yourself okay. in like in your thing and with your fighting and just kind of getting to know you, mm-hmm. um, that, that's kind of how, how I felt. Um, yeah, so I would say, like, I didn't find EDM. You know, I don't think many 30-some-year-olds go seeking party party music. Um, but, it felt fa- yeah, I feel like it found me, I think. Any other time in my life, if I were to have been exposed or to listen to it, I, it may not have had its grab. It may not have become what it became in my life. Mm. Um, and so I think there's something very special about that. And it's just something very um, again. It's hard to hard to explain the feeling of being being in those environments, but just feeling as, as somebody who used to be very shy, very quiet, very self conscious about like everything, mm-hmm. and now to be like you know thirty six and going to these shows with you know all these like young people. It's not just young people. Um, but it feel, you just kind of feel old, but it's like, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like we are still here. We can still cover ourselves in glitter, like sparkly unicorns and dance and have fun. And it doesn't matter. And everybody's kind, everybody's welcome. Well, I shouldn't say everybody, most people, Mm. um, you know, Kavik always says there's bad apples in every bunch, but Mm. generally speaking, it's very just warm and welcoming and to just, think for me with everything i felt with anxiety in the past like everything just would melt away Mm. under the music with the dancing and it's just it's a magical thing
0: Mm. yeah that's that's awesome that's uh so do you think that uh do you think that edm um has a I don't want to say definition or connotation, but um, like you mentioned, you know, like uh, some people call it party, party music. Um, Do you think that that gives it a bad rep or do you think it's not about that? It's just, you know, or what are your thoughts about that?
1: I mean, I wouldn't say that per se, but you know, you tell people, oh, I'm going to a rave tonight.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, where does your mind go? Party. Yeah. I mean and well you know that's not untrue it does have you know that's but it's not what it's about it's you know most people are there just for the love of the music Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and
0: so it's so it's a place where or it's a community where people can find uh, whatever they want out of it you know Mm -hmm. like like uh, because I was gonna say party but then I think some people also think drugs right and, uh, and, uh, um, and you'd mentioned a couple of times to me, like, you know, you, that's not your thing, you know, yeah. like that's not why you do it. And, um, you know, kind of, uh, and, and, and so it makes me think like, you know, just like martial arts or just like boxing, there are people who just want to knock somebody out. Uh, I can choose to associate with them. I mm-hmm. can choose to train with them or I can choose to just not do that. Um, but, uh, it's still available. Were there other artists, uh. So you mentioned Above and Beyond, but are there other artists uh, that you wanted to just maybe share so people could maybe take a listen to them or or just listen to Above and Beyond? I don't know. <laughs>
1: so. Oh, I mean, there's so many. It depends on on your taste. I know some, you know, Above and Beyond would be kind of categorized as, as trance. And a lot of people like to, you know, I I like music across the different subgenres, Um But like, you know, are there artists on their label that I think are definitely amazing to check out would be like, um, Oliver Smith. Um, I got to see him play last summer. He did a daytime show and he ended up playing for two extra hours and I've never seen someone smile more, look, just look more in love with what they were doing with Hmm. their life than watching. He just, just, you could tell he was having a blast. Um, Hmm. uh, Elon Bluestone is incredible. Jason Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually from Minnesota.
0: Oh, really? Wow. Fun
1: fact. So that's he's a good one to see. Seven Lions is awesome. I could go on and on and on. Okay. The okay.
0: List.
1: <laughs> Keeps growing.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks. Now, real quick, your sweater. Yes. Tell us about it.
1: Oh. So this is last year's Anjuna Junna. Ugly sweater, ugly Christmas sweater. So it's this it's lovely. I know it's beautiful. I know I love this sweater. <laughs> um, I've never been into like buying people's merch until I got into Anjuna and Above and Beyond, and I was just like, I want it all. <laughs> uh, but I bought this last year, and so this is the label's logo. So it's, they call it the Anjuna A, and it's all over the sweater.
0: Hmm. Yay. Yay. So we we wanted to wear our sweaters uh, today. <laughs> um. All right. So you have a very uh, another uh, fascinating uh, aspect to um, what another reason that, you know, that that uh, that I get inspired and drawn to to you is is also your journey about um, about self-care and and how you uh, how you. Your, your, how you discovered it, how your process, how you know you're able to, um, because I think, I, I, I think, uh, you know, on on the podcast, I talk a lot about, uh, uh, different ways of self care and, and health and wellness and, and, uh, the mind, body, spirit, you know, experience and, and the, the um, the intent and the dedication that, that re- is required. And so for you, Um, you have an interesting story because when we went into the pandemic or when we, uh, when we were, um, mandatory, uh, uh, I was in Los Angeles, uh, and and you were here, um, you have a story about that and and, and how that affected you. Could you talk uh, and share a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. Um. Well, I guess to kind of start, you know, this was going to be kind of an exciting big year for me in terms of music events. Um, I was going to, I was supposed to go to Las Vegas in May for um, one of the biggest festivals. It's called EDC or it's Electric Daisy Carnival. And I was so excited. It's like the one, everyone, you got to go, you got to go to this one. It's huge. Like you never see anything like it. So I was so, I was so excited. I had my, you know, my ticket, my hotel, my flight, like I was ready to go and then that got postponed, inevitably canceled. Um, and I was also supposed to be going to Chicago in June to see um, Above and Beyond's Acoustic Show, which is something they do not very often. Um, and so all, all, all that was canceled. All the other shows I had tickets to in town were canceled or postponed. And for a while, it was, it was, I mean, it was a bummer, but it was fine. I could get by. There were lots of live streams and live events I could watch. From the comfort of my, my couch it wasn't the same, but it was something. And then sometime in like early May, it just, I mean, I hadn't been working. They didn't need substitute teachers during that half of distant learning. So I just, I wasn't working. I wasn't really leaving the house and I just felt like I had not like I had nothing. And I was bored and I was miserable and they're hit. there just hit like a point of depression, and my anxiety was just starting to really ramp up again because I didn't have that that release that I had of you know. Um, and I think there was maybe like a week or two weeks. I just kind of didn't leave my bed hardly, and I was living at my parents at the time. And you know, sometimes I would go down and like, just like sadly like flop in the chair in my mom's office and she'd be like what's wrong and I'm like nothing I'm fine and then she finally she's like no you're not fine you're not fine I can tell she's like I'm tired of walking by and seeing my daughter like crying in bed every day like what's going on and so finally we started talking and I just realized I didn't feel like I had any sense of purpose without teaching and without that outlet of seeing artists perform to, like, Mm de-stress. And so we kind of were talking about maybe I could find places to volunteer or just some other things I could try and do to feel fulfilled. Um, And so even just that conversation kind of helped perk me up a little bit. Um, And then I was just trying to find other things to do to – at least not focus on why I was so, like, blue. Mm-hmm. And so one of the biggest things I, I did, and I, I'll probably say this forever, the best thing I've ever mm-hmm. done for myself was deleting Facebook. Like, good, gone, bye-bye. It was just doing nothing but depressing me. Just all the anger, all the hate, all of the bad news all the time, the fighting between, I'm just like, mm-hmm. I can't. Um, but then mm-hmm. I did download the TikTok just so I had something I could watch and laugh. So I'm still laying in bed and not doing anything because I didn't feel like I could, but now I'm laughing. Hmm. I was laughing and smiling for the first time in weeks. Um, so then I started, you know, feeling kind of bored, like, oh, I don't have... I got, I actually got rid of Instagram for a while, too. I re-uploaded it later in the summer with a new... Uh, handle. Yeah, ha- new handle, new vibe. Um... I'm like, I had nothing to look at on my phone. Like, and my, my younger sister is like, well, you should get Pinterest. It's, it's like all the fun of Facebook without all the nasty crap. And I'm like, oh, okay. Hmm. And I started scrolling through and, um, I was seeing all these fun ideas for bullet journals and I'm like, oh, and that was something my sister and I had actually talked about as like a way to maybe, as I was trying to figure out how to like get all of these feelings, this anxiety, this Quarantine depression, like work through it. She's like, Well, you could write, write a journal. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, but I get really weird when I write journals. Like, I want them to be like perfect. And like, mm. you know, I read too many diary books growing up. It's like, somebody's gonna read it in the future, and it's gotta be awesome. Or I'm gonna look back at it and laugh at myself, like, oh my God. She's like, Well, you could bullet journal. It's just like making things in lists or like pictures, and mm. I'm like, And then I started seeing all these ideas for that and they got inspired and went to the store and bought all this stuff and started bullet journaling and looking at other things and just like tracking how I was feeling each day or trying to find gratitude in every day. Um, There were some months where I just wrote down, you know, the highlight of my day. One good, finding one, at least one good thing that happened every single day. And just getting it down and then focusing on other things I could do. Like, you know, my my very first page is actually mind, body, spirit, different things you can do for Mm. each of those um, in your day to feel more, I don't know, at peace with yourself. Um, And then through that, then I started um, seeing um, different things. This is before I got rid of Instagram, but I was seeing things from... Oh, I don't know how I found it. I honestly don't know how I found it. I I don't remember now how I found this. Um, but I found this online community um, through his the, – the, he calls himself the angry therapist. Mm. Um, and so I started kind of following along the online community and they do like these text messages. You get a text message once a day and it's like – just something motivational or just and it's just the people kind of sharing ways to work through different things whether it's anxieties or depressions or relationship issues or so I and I took a lot of stock in that 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 was something that I really enjoyed learning mm-hmm. about and through that online community I was told um, about a couple different books and so I went out to the store and I started, buying some of these um what do we call it mind body mind body spirit like Mm -hmm. mindfulness books and i haven't i just haven't looked back Hmm. and now it's just something i very much enjoy like learning about how to be my best self to work through like that you know i'm human i still have anxieties but to try and work through that anxiety in a healthy mm. manner. And I realized, and as much as I still you know, can't wait to go back to a real show again, I've learned I don't need it. It doesn't have to be my crutch for feeling good
0: because mm.
1: I can do that myself now. So that's been my biggest my biggest takeaway. and like I know 2020 has been kind of crap. And, but I'm, I'm grateful for it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be who I am right now if all of these events hadn't happened this year. So as much as I hope, you know, everything goes back to as normal as possible, like I'm going to remain blessed for the way this year has unfolded for me.
0: Mm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, I think that's just lovely. I think, um, um, and and this is a, you know, this is a big reason why I wanted uh, to have – to have you here today is because uh, I think a lot of people are going through so much uh, 2020, you know, everyone's calling what the meme is the garbage, the trash, the <laughs> 2020
1: fire. is a dumpster fire. Yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> and, you know, um, being somebody who's more optimistic, being somebody who's more positive. Um, I always try to look at things not as the end all be all, but I know it's not for everybody. So I really like um, your story uh, or or the uh, manifestation of your story because um, you went through you went through uh, all that. And uh, but but one thing that, that really sticks out to me is that you made choices. And uh, I always encourage people on the podcast uh, or in our sessions, uh, in you know, coaching, we have to make a choice. And what we choose truly determines what kind of a life we're going to live um, moment to moment. And so there was a couple of things, and I, I, I like to write notes, so I should have... <laughs> uh, so you, there was, there was um, your mom. Uh, your mom seemed to recognize something in you uh, even you know you mentioned when you discovered EDM and how she brought up you know the anxiety and then again uh, when you were in quarantine and so I I think that's very uh, cool and uh, really you know thank your mom for doing that Uh, but I think that uh, you know some of us have to some sometimes or maybe all the time I don't know but there are people in our lives that love us there's people in our lives that want to uh communicate with us and sometimes we're just maybe going through a lot that we just want to you know look away or we don't want to listen to them but as i shared in my just previous episode podcast um maybe we sometimes we just have to be open to to uh the fact that someone is trying to communicate with you mm-hmm. And and so, like, making that choice to, yeah, mom, I'm not doing good, you know, instead of, like, trying to hide it or trying to run away from it or trying to cover it up. Um, the other thing that you said, uh, oh, boy.
1: <laughs> <The ret-roll. laughs> yeah, it <that> happens.
0: <laughs> the other thing that you mentioned was uh, how at some point you realized that as much as you loved... Being in the EDM community, as much as you loved uh, going to the shows, as much as it helped you at some point in your life, um, this time at this moment, because of the situation that you were in, you could not be dependent on it like you normally are. And you had to, again, be uncomfortable again have to make a choice as to well what am I going to do and um, so yeah. so I, I think of the word attachment I think of the word um, you know in, in Buddhism that's like a huge thing uh, to you know that we form attachments and and when we form attachments we, we become very dependent on it and so, what's 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 so incredible about your story is that is that EDM itself was a very inspiring thing, and you know, there's like in your in your experience, there was nothing negative about it. It's just now, you couldn't access it. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like nobody did anything bad or wrong, you know, to you specifically or to anyone.
1: Oh no, I mean, yeah. and I still love it. Yeah, I. They're honestly hit a point where like when all of that stuff hit me in, like, May, and, you know, I had been trying to, like, sustain off live streams, but it just, for me, it felt, like, more and more obvious, like, this isn't going to end anytime soon, and I, st- I stopped. I couldn't watch another one. Mm. It just, I think, was bumming me out even more, mm. and I think, and I didn't honestly even really listen to it in my car or doing anything for a long time. Well, not a long, not a long time and grand scheme of the world but for a couple months um because just the sheer act of listening to it just made me feel I don't know not uncomfortable it just it it made me long for Mm -hmm. for what I was missing Mm -hmm. um And I think that's why now I'm, like, really enjoying that again. I'm enjoying listening to my music again and watching DJs play on the computer (laughs) because that's, you know, that's what it's going to be from now on. And if I want to enjoy my favorite artists, you know, it's going to have to be that way. And I'm glad to know that through doing all that work for myself that that's not what I – I never really looked at it as like a crutch but some people mm. might say as a crutch for coping mm. um but the fact that i could step back and work through on work through all these other things i needed to for myself that i wasn't maybe realizing mm-hmm. um has allowed me to like re-engage and re-enjoy it with as much you know fervor as i always had
0: yeah yeah exactly um you know, there, there's a I I've been coming across uh, a few times uh, during the pandemic uh, on on uh, on Instagram some different posts, but very similar. And and it's always this thing about um, you can lift heavy weights, you can do yoga poses, you can meditate, you can do all that stuff. You know, the stuff that we think self care. You know, you can mm. eat the healthiest of vegetables, but if you don't recognize yourself if you don't love yourself none of that matters and i thought that that's very cool uh because i think i think all those things accompany self-care self-love but we cannot be dependent on any one thing um so the reason why I say that is because I also felt like that uh in my training and I still do. You <laughs> know, like like everything that I do I do it because it it uh it accompanies it 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 push it uh it 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 goes right in together with that process, but what I realized it's really about this. Yeah. It's really about being okay with this. If I'm okay with this, then everything else has its has its place. But I I remember thinking at some point I'm not going to be able to take a punch in the face or a punch to the gut or or you know or or like a lot of athletes their knees go out, mm-hmm. right? ACL torn, right? many athletes lose their identity or people who fight in the war, right? They don't know who they are anymore because they've lost that identity. They've lost that thing that they built on. But what we should be doing is sharing uh, with the message of uh, who you are is enough, but we also have to take the time to know who we are outside of the things that we we think we need to identify ourselves with in the world so i mean that's a big part of of what what i'm about is Mm -hmm. how do we have conversations with people that go beyond uh i'm a lawyer i'm a doctor uh i'm a football player i'm a healer you know all these labels because labels eventually will 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 go away uh last thing i've been uh watching uh, Mike Tyson's Hot Boxing uh, podcast just mm-hmm. these last couple of days, and I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. But one thing that he said was, eventually, it will get taken away from you. He said, you can train, you can train, you can train, you can be the heavyweight champion in the world. you can have all this money, you can have the cars. You, Again, in hindsight, he's talking in hindsight after all his experience, right? Mm. But I really liked it because he said, all you have is the people that you, you know, your relationships, your family, uh, you know, who you are. And I think that ties in, to me, it ties in with why my purpose? And uh, I'm going to be quoting my my mentor. I do, always do it at least twice every episode. <laughs> um, I remember him saying that you find your purpose in life through the people in your life, mm. and I just think that that's such a that's beautiful. It is, isn't it? You know. <laughs> um, and so I I just want to encourage the listeners. Uh, you, you know, Emily shared an amazing story here, and I'm really you know proud. And I've already said that, but I'm excited to to you know learn more about her, be part of her life and to continue to see her growth. Um, I always tell people, you know, what I love about Emily is that she's already doing the self-care, right? Like, I love going onto her Instagram every morning and seeing, you know, and, and not that you have to do it every morning, but I get excited to see that she's posting something about self-care where I'm the one who's like, <laughs> has it, you know, still waking up, haven't done anything. Um, just kidding. Um, but it's not because because we're all on our journeys, but I don't even have to, I don't have to be part of the equation and she's already doing the the self care because I wouldn't be with somebody who, who isn't doing that. Right. If you Mm -hmm. stop doing that, then I would, I wouldn't be a part of it. I just wouldn't want to. Right. Um, and so it's great. It's great to, to have you here today. Uh, um, did anything else?
1: Um, no no just thank you for having me i hope um it's it's weird for me to feel like i have a story to share that's Mm. that's very new for me um but hopefully it resonates with somebody and um yeah just very honored to have been asked to be a part of this so thank you
0: you're welcome we're not done yet but (laughs) okay so um so with every uh guest i like to do five questions Sometimes I know what these questions are. Sometimes I have no clue. So, the first I want to ask you is, what's your f- what's what's your favorite word? Ooh! I just thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh! It could just be the word that pops in your head too.
1: Oh there's uh, I don't know I can't think of it. Can we bounce back to that question Sure, sure okay yeah. okay um
0: yeah, no worries um what oh here's a fun one all right so Emily and I have this whole thing. We send gifs to each other on the daily uh little animal uh gifs so what what's an animal that represents you, and if you want to why?
1: like a spirit animal kind of thing or
0: whatever you however you want to answer it i think we should tell them about
1: well i mean i was gonna say my mind's going right to raccoons right now um and why is that (laughs) i don't even know how it started i honestly was it
0: guardians was it rocket
1: i think it was before that okay okay all right i i don't know
0: okay what is it about the raccoon
1: they they look cute and cuddly, but they could like still rip your face off if they needed to.
0: <laughs> Trash panda. Trash yeah. All right. All right. What song does it for you? I know there are many, but what's one song?
1: Oh. I'm gonna bounce back to the one I talked about earlier. Okay. Um, Piece of mind. Okay just all around whether it's their normal club version whether it's their acoustic version beautiful Mm.
0: check it out check it out peace of mind
1: yes amazing
0: uh cool video too i need a question what's your favorite food
1: you and these hard questions is it that hard it is a hard because you know me i like everything
0: um that's right that's why we gotta ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh
1: let's say green curry Thai green curry okay Thai, right? extra spicy with tofu
0: oh there I you go specific cool our first date by the way that's true okay uh good answer uh <laughs> you like holidays yes since we're, we're getting close to Christmas, uh, again, those that celebrate it, <laughs> um, what is it, what's one thing about Christmas that you like?
1: I'm not explaining explain it a little bit, but I like the sparkle.
0: Mm.
1: And that whether that's lights, glittery things, or just, I almost feel like I could describe sparkle as a feeling, too. Just kind of that.
0: I don't know. Mm. But I love this sparkle. Okay. Love that. Um, all right. This is the harder one. People think it's hard. I don't know. Oops. Uh, distraction. Okay. When it's all said and done. Life. What do you hope... What do you hope? What do you? Hmm, how did I word it? Remember, huh? Remember, you by or what do you hope people remember about you? Okay, again. Yeah. When it's all said and done, what is the thing that you want your life to have meant or to be?
1: You know, if I were, like, a fly on the wall in my own funeral somewhere down the line, I'd like to hear people talking about, you know, just my kindness and compassion, um, the things that I've been passionate about in my life. But, like, really as as an educator, um, you know, one thing I really hope is that, you know, if not by the end of my life, but by the end of my career, at least, that I've, you know, made a lasting impact on at least one student. So it's kind of like the dream, just like, you know, I want to change, you know, I get in, I got into the field to, you know, help and teach and mm. hopefully, and I say change lives, but maybe, you know, just, I want to have a positive impact and leave that behind in my students. Cause then they'll hopefully go on and continue creating good impacts on everybody around them. And it's a nice trail. Mm.
0: Nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. Favorite word.
1: I'm going to say why. Okay. All right. Um, whether it's asking a question to get further clarification or understanding the why behind something.
0: But is there anything that we uh, didn't touch upon that you wanted to, or is is there a lasting thing that you wanted to share with the listeners uh, uh, before we go?
1: I can't really think of anything. The only thing I could, I, you know, really want to say, and I'm sure it's been said or people have heard it, but just never, never take for granted like the, the impact that something that seems so small can have on your life or whether it's a favorite song, whether it's Yeah, just any little thing just Mm. can make a big splash. Mm. But then, yeah, just, again, grateful to be talking and sharing and, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, So another, you know, I want to just, you know, also just end on the fact that if it weren't for the choices that you made, Uh, And we've talked about this many times, but like, if it wasn't for the choices, none of who you are, where you're at would have manifested. Mm -hmm. And so can I just, can I share this? Yeah, please. So, so, uh, one of the things that, uh, Emily, uh, gave me, um, or has given me is this, uh, bracelet, uh, can we call it candy? Candy. Okay. Candy. (laughs) Um, so, uh, we did the whole ritual with the plur and, uh, when she gave it to me and it was, uh, so it says, it says, it's a bracelet that says manifest it. And, um, there's a lotus flower. There's Bodhi, uh, Bodhi beads, like the ones that I have, uh, green, which matches my sweater. That's just, uh, the timing of it. (laughs) Um, but I wear this proudly because also my whole situation as well uh coming back to minnesota uh n- not sure of what life was going to look like and i think you know a lot of us are going through that you know we're we're feeling days upon days of you know unsure uh uncertainty uh not sure if the the next thing that we do is going to be safe life or death situation um, I've heard, uh, very close friends of mine recently losing family members, uh, to, to COVID and I can only imagine what, you know, what they're experiencing, what they're going through. So just want to, uh, encourage all of us to stand strong, but also have faith that, that things will manifest as they need to. And so, uh, you know we'll, we'll talk more about it. We'll, we'll have to bring you back uh, and we'll talk okay. about our relationship and yeah, and uh, we'll talk, we'll have more to talk about with about our relationship. Um, but I look at uh, this bracelet and uh, this candy, and it reminds me of uh, just how life, uh, if you allow it to, can truly manifest in your favor. And so, I think that you're a testimony of that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, And continuing uh to to happen and uh and it's because of the choices that you've uh chosen to make and allow the people that love you to to you know be a part of that yeah and so um do you have a a a social media page uh you mentioned instagram tiktok that you can leave uh for the listeners uh, uh so they can keep in touch with you see what you're up to and and uh if you're okay with it send you a message sure okay can you can you uh pass down the handle to-
1: yes um so instagram is at o 2.0 so O-H-E-M-B-I-L-L-Y Marie 2.0 and then TikTok's the same minus the 2.0 it's just o <laughs> awesome
0: uh go and support go and support your girl uh uh, that's doing the thing and uh and you'll catch uh some of the the little dancing videos that we like to do mm-hmm. uh, among other things. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah I think uh I think that wraps it up. Uh everyone please be safe enjoy your holidays and uh uh again thanks to our friend brother Josh Dirud at Digel Media uh for the space. Uh always love coming in here Looking forward to uh, doing more with you in the upcoming year. And uh, that's it. Okay. With that, um, everyone take care. Uh, You are loved, you are enough, and you are worthy. Blessings to all of you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. And remember you are loved, you are enough and you are worthy. Blessings to all of you.